Episode 6 of Bob Speaks. Today I'm going to be speaking mostly on the new iOS 6 Maps application. I was going to try and write up a big long blog post, but I'm too lazy and it's just easier to let my mind kind of wander and just kind of dump um, my thoughts on the Maps app that came with iOS 6 because it's been causing quite the kerfluffle around the internets and I'm not seeing the big deal. First off, some disclaimers. The new Maps application is not as good overall as Google, the Google Apps one that came prior to iOS 6, at least not yet. Um, the absence of a lot of points of interest and transit maps is a big deal for many people. So don't get me wrong, the new one is not perfect. Um, it has a long way to go. And it'll be interesting to see what Apple does in the future to alleviate some of the issues, the inconsistencies, and just some of the graphical glitches and stuff like that. However, I think that the pronunciations that this is the, the doom of Apple or and all the other hyperbole that's being spewed right now is way, way over the top. And it comes down to a number of reasons. However, I want to start with um, some people who are saying that, well, why didn't Apple just pay up and have keep the Google um, the Google Maps app used continue to use that data for their app their Maps application, and it really comes. To, and there's a number of reasons why this didn't happen. Number one, we don't know why exactly um, Apple and Google have split up. It could have been that Google wanted more money than Apple's willing to give. That I think it's not confirmed, but a lot of speculation revolves around the fact that iOS, the iOS, iOS apps application not have yet turn-by-turn um, -turn navigation like the Android app did. Um, the, they were not vector-based, or at least the, uh, the API calls could not call for vector-based maps data yet. Um, and the fact that Apple was continuing to provide a lot of users and a lot of information to Google that they would probably rather keep in-house. So there are some business reasons, there are definitely some selfish corporate reasons, and there are some restrictions on the API reasons on why Apple would be interested in at least doing their own maps data and application um, separate from Google. So those are all many of the reasons why they've done the split, and probably all of that comes around Two to why they're probably not going to get back together again, along with Google probably wanting to have better, more control over how many ads and what ads are being displayed, so monetary reasons for them, and to be able to probably collect more data from users. So I would expect, I don't know for sure, but I would expect that Google would be releasing their own Maps application for iOS in the future, and I would not expect Apple to um, deny that because... Google has Google Voice out now, and Apple's allowed to release the Chrome browser. It still uses the WebKit, so it would have to fall within the um, iOS development guidelines. And um, but if they do, then you know they're going to be good to go. I don't expect Apple to give a big stink about that. 
Now, about the current map, it's maps app that is in iOS 6, there are some benefits that I've found, at least in the limited usage that I've had over the old Maps application. First one being a lot nicer looking. Um, the maps themselves just look a lot nicer, and they are they scale a lot nicer. The density of information is a lot better, I think, and it's not as cluttered as it used to be. Um, the other part is for for whatever reason, the they work a lot better over edge or uh, worse than 3G networks than the old Maps app did. And part of that is because you don't have to re-download new bitmap tiles at every um, zoom level. Once you have the information, you can zoom in and out because it's all vector-based. And that's a big win if you're on less than stellar networks. Um, it does have turn-by-turn voice, turn-by-turn uh, turn navigation, uh, and the voice part of that too. That worked extremely well going up north, even to the boondocks. Worked really well for that, really fast, clear directions, was able to find my way there, no problem. Um, flyover is gimmicky to an extent, but it looks cool in the places where it works, and it's going to get better from there. So that... It, and the interface is a lot nicer with iOS 6 Maps app than it was prior. So there are a lot of good things, too, about the Maps application. Now, one thing for sure is when you get this onto, I guess the number is 100, 100 million iOS devices so far, and you start getting the data from all of those devices as they use the Maps application and as applications that use the built-in map kit in iOS for their map uh, portions of um, their applications, all of that data is going to get better, better, better and better, more accurate. It's going to get updated. It's going to have more points of interest in it. it just, it's going to get better the more it's used. And that is much like Siri was released as a beta. They don't call us a beta, obviously. And it gets better the more people use Siri, the, the, the voice recognition part does. So too with Maps, it'll continue to get better, better, and better as people use it as they get more data, and they just had to release it to get to the point where they could start collecting this data and not continuing to just hand it over to Google over and over again. Just keep giving Google the benefit of not just paying for the API usage, which had to be a pretty large bill in the area, area of API usage, but also um, for Google Maps, but also just in raw data, aiding a competitor. And Google is a competitor at almost every level. Uh, is Apple going to do a search engine? Who knows? That that's, doesn't really matter. But Maps is like a tier one um, feature for smartphones now. Nokia has has their own um, Maps solution. Google has their own Maps solution now, and Apple has their own Maps solution. And yes, Google's Maps solution is the best. And on Android, it is is the best platform to get the best Google Maps solution. Um, but it'll be interesting to see because Apple has a huge install base who are going to be feeding data and location data into this, how that is going, how fast Apple is going to improve it. And don't forget, they have a $100 billion plus war chest sitting there for future acquisitions or purchasing of data sets. You know, they can throw money at the problem. Will that fix it? No, 
but they do have at least monetary flexibility that the maps portion doesn't have to stand on its own to create money in any to to get money in any sense. So it'll be interesting to see how it all plans out. So far, I have a lot of um I've I've liked it the little bit that I've used it and um I hope that it continues to get better. I've also been submitting some changes as they've come up with some inaccuracies because there are quite a few with um, the location of different places and what they're named and I found duplicates as well which is probably them bringing together um, different data sets from the different acquisitions they've had. So there is a lot that needs to be improved but so far so good as far as I'm concerned. One thing I would probably expect to see in the future is if any of the iOS transit applications really takes off, um, maybe there would be a purchase in the future of that transit app that would be integrated into iOS maps, um, and maybe a number of them too if they get different data sets. I mean, that's, we'll have to see that mapping and transit information and all of this, these are really difficult problems to solve. Um, it would have been easier if Apple had done this before and we'd have, you know, what is it now, five years worth of maps of maps data in order to improve the application, but that's not the situation that we're in. So we'll just have to wait and see what the future brings, and hopefully not too many people will get lost and drive into a lake. So that's it for tonight. Hope it's useful.